This is Shudders Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Uh, I better find out what episode we're up to. We're up to the episode we're up to, and welcome everybody. Five fifty-eight. That one too. That's your intro right there. You've done it already. That's Next, <laughs> just just keep going, Bruce. Just go, work your way through it. You don't have to do an Hi intro. You can, no, you don't have to do that. You just, you, you've already said the number, and I've said hello. What more do we need? Bruce Williams just from go straight through it. Just Bruce. You, <laughs> Jeez, you're so anal retentive. Just, you know, live wild for once. No intro. Straight in there. Shock the loon. They lost Mr. Glenn Lavender from CreativePhotoWorkshop.com.au. I can see all these people sitting there hitting the rewind. Did I miss a bit? Did I miss the entrance? Did I miss the beginning? Rewind, rewind. Uh, Fantastic. What? How have you been? Um, Yeah, yeah, all right. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Above ground. Yeah. That's always a good thing. It's a good start. Nothing else. Damn good start. It's a mighty fine. It's a mighty fine start. You might even say. Someone, someone, well, someone there. at work today said to me, "How are you going?" And I said, "Oh yeah, any day above ground's a good day." And what did he say to me? Warm and vertical. Yeah, unless you're unless you're a gold miner <laughs> yeah, well, in the mines, because yeah, yeah, a good day underground could be a ten thousand dollar nugget. That's true. Be a good, it's, it's all relative, I guess, isn't it? And that's if it. If you if you're a mole, <laughs> you know, you don't any day above ground's a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So, it's all all about perspective. That's you know, right. right. So, uh, what have you been up to in the last three weeks? Oh, dredging up old photos that I've never shown before and nice. making people look at them. Nice. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, been out shooting the footy a couple of times. Yeah, cool. And um, that's That must it, really, start soon. As... Like pre-season must start. I think it's like, oh, there's your dog in the background. Little yes. bastard wouldn't come out before. <laughs> now he's there. Look at that. <laughs> See, if we do this on video, people would know what I'm talking about. That's right. Um, I think it's 29 days till the official season starts. And right. uh, pre-season practice games start next week so i was gonna say it's, it's within the next week so yeah so next yeah. week the first the first practice games are up and up and at them you know so we're me and your team another fight for the bottom that's it you know it's that's a race it. to the see who can be the worst <laughs> that's it <laughs> i've got hopes this year bruce i think we can do it yeah. i think we lost we lost last year after losing <laughs> 20 straight games by accidentally winning at the end yeah. and and beating and being one up on you yeah. uh, but i think next year this year we might have a chance to beat you by being right. worse Excellent, <laughs> but uh, mind you, you, you guys have got so many injuries. Still, it's yeah, you know, it's have crazy. We? So, I haven't. Oh yeah, you're, you're a whole team. Just uh, they, they, I think I think the sun comes out and uh, the heat gets to them. They, they kind of melt. Right. And so the, the injuries you guys have had the last three years have been. Oh, yeah. What you need is Taylor Swift on your side. That's that's it. Help teams. That's what we need. Get a bit of Tay Tay action over to your side that's, of the world. That's it. Yeah, yeah. She's in town. That she arrived in Melbourne last night. Yep. I think. Yep. Yes. We, I could have a quick, quick, sneaky word with her. Can <laughs> she pop over to the west coast and uh, yeah. g the boys up? I'm sure she'd do that. I'm sure she she's would. obviously into football. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be good for her ratings because I'm sure she needs that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's 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 the amount of the amount of I've, I've, I've seen all these these people's on the internet, mm-hmm. um, going about, oh, she's only going to the NFL games to try and boost her own ratings so she can sell more tickets. I'm going, are you kidding? Are you kidding <laughs> like me? Like she's struggling? She like- could, she could, she's <laughs> the world's richest ever tour, and she could have probably sold it 10 times ten times the volume um, that no one would ever, ever be able to. In Melbourne alone, she's do, she's, I think she's, she's playing to 220,000 people in two days. Right. Right. And she could have sold five or ten more concerts here. Right, so she could have, she could have played she could have played to a million people here in a, in a week, 
and the problem is people flying from you know Singapore and New Zealand and also I mean that so it's not just for Sydney folk, you know, it, it, it's reduced and all the corporate stuff and everything else. Well, we were else, just but, hearing today yeah. the Premier of Victoria saying that, you know, the, the tourism dollar that will come into the state of Victoria over the next 48 hours is yeah. something like what they normally get in a year or something. It's just crazy. Shh. Yeah. Astounding stuff. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's quite a phenomenon. Welcome to the Tay-Tay episode, by the way, everyone. That's it. Uh, it, 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 is, it is quite a, a phenomenon. But I, I, I would say all power to her. Good on I mean, her. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've watched a couple of documentaries that she's put out and watched her songwriting process and, and the way yeah. she does stuff and, and the way she controls her business. She's a power woman. She's, oh, she's yeah. Really, and, and the fact that she's re-recording all her albums. Well, not um, all of them. Just the ones that were controlled by the machine. she had no machine. control. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, a, that's an incredibly ballsy move to do and uh, ne- never seen anywhere in the history of music that I've ever seen. And, and basically um, all of the record companies have now put clauses in place to stop other artists oh, from really? ever doing that. Yep. Wow. Yep. In retrospect, yeah, but yep. it's too late for some people, though, isn't it? Yeah. But it's a powerful thing. It's a good on them. What, yeah. The best part of that whole story is just how she screwed the investment Guys oh, who bought, who her, bought yeah. her back catalogue, thinking that they yeah. would be able to milk it, and because yeah. her fan base is so loyal, her fan base will now only buy and stream the Taylor's versions of yeah. those recordings. So Gotta the old it, recordings yeah. are now worthless. It's great. So yeah, Gotta love a bit of people power. <laughs> That's <you know>? it. <laughs> we haven't got much, but what, we can do a little bit. You That's know? It. And what have you been doing the last couple of weeks? Anything exciting? Um, I've seen you've been out doing some out, outside recording. Is that correct? Some outside audio recording with some t- in a tent somewhere. Outside? Oh, I did an outside broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, what I'm talking about. That's the same yeah, thing. No, yeah, no. I, I had to remember what it was. You would, it? I had to remember to, what it was you were talking about. Our drive presenter uh, wanted to go and do an OB from the. Uh, Stockton Park uh, Run. That's an outside broadcast. broadcast for, uh, outside broadcast for those. Uh, yeah, and so like that's it falls on me to take that out and set it all up and make sure the lines right. are working and and I then panel it, you know, control levels and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, did that. I've been taking photos and I can't think what the photos were of. What did I shoot? Must have been what good. What did I shoot? Oh, I shot a, I shot a uh, natural light portrait today for one of our, yeah? new, our journos because she needed a new profile pic to be sent to the local newspaper, believe it or not, there's still a newspaper in Newcastle, they were going to reuse her profile pic from 11 years ago, and she said, no, I've changed a little bit since then. (laughs) (laughs) And it just so happened that I had my camera at work today, and so she said, would you mind shooting a new portrait for me? I went, yeah, absolutely. So um, we did a, a quick scout around. The, The lighting inside the building is absolutely horrible, and although I had a off-camera flash trigger and I had my flash. I didn't have a modifier of any sort, like a softbox or an umbrella or anything like that. So I said, yeah. let's just go outside, see what we can find. Found what a colour nice... the walls? Uh, they vary. But the, the problem with the walls is there's very yeah. little blank wall space. There's yeah. stuff stuck on every wall. <laughs> you know? so, yeah. so anyway. What we, about the we, corners? We found a... The corners, uh, of the corners of the wall and the ceiling. Because that's, if you can, that's your world's biggest umbrella. 
If you can fire oh, your flash up into the corner of the wall, the flash up into right up into the corner of the wall. So then you've got th- you've got your three facets: the, the the wall, the two walls, and the ceiling, and they're shaped. They're shaped like an umbrella. Yep. So you fire it up there, and the light comes back down, spreading like it comes yep. out of an umbrella. Yep. Didn't um, think so, of that. So, 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 so no, no. But this is this is why I'm mentioning not because you needed to do it today, but for anyone who ever thinks, oh, how do I get good light? Yeah. And by by sheer chance, I was where was I? Yesterday, I think it was I was at. I saw, yesterday I was at um, the at my daughter's having bloods taken. Yeah. At, at a pathologist, and their room was narrow with all these white walls and this white ceiling. And I'm thinking, oh, wow. oh what a lovely softbox this is. Mate. <laughs> fire it up. I was just literally just thinking this exact thing. I got fire the I was bored. Fire the light there, and and I was, and I was visualizing this beautiful soft light that's coming yeah. down. So yeah. it's, it's a great. So it's a, again, if you ever need to film, say, kids at a kids party. Yeah. You get and, and you. You've got to light up a room, and with kids running around, you put one one flash on a stand firing at one corner, and one flash on the other stand firing at the other corner, and you, you basically it fills the entire room with this beautiful white light. So you can stand anywhere and shoot. One end wall into a softbox. Well, yeah, you, well, both you do diagonals, yeah, but both sides oh, come okay. this, this wall-sized softboxes, and the entire room is filled with light from every direction. Yeah. So nice. you can walk anywhere and shoot. So as the kids run around, you can run around and just go bang, 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 and everything's perfectly lit. Nice. It's reasonable flat lighting but with kids parties that's all you know you're not looking for art yeah but yep. yeah and you could do that with a function too if you're if you've got to, to walk around and just take photographs of people just set yeah. up in the corner yep. bang you're not firing flashes straight at someone's head and it's a gorgeous way of doing lighting and it's super simple yeah i'd yeah. never thought of shooting up into the corners i've, I've yeah. bounced yep. light off walls yeah, lots, most, but look look behind you there at the moment where you were just pointing yeah, you've got yeah, those, yeah, those doors corner, yeah, yeah that corner up there yeah <laughs> with the exception that is it a black tv or something or something no, a black oh, square the, thing behind acoustic tiles on the wall oh of course acoustic tiles yeah. yeah so if it wasn't for those firing up into that corner would be just a, the, the perfect you know, yeah, modified light. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's right. a fabulous. And so, and yeah, the, the whole thing about keep it simple, stupid. If you can go somewhere and use that rather than set something up, do yeah. that. Yeah, because it's quicker, it's easier. Nothing to people. You know, it just makes life so much simpler for everybody. You know, yeah. and then move the person. You can then maybe juggle your angles on where they're where they're standing in relation for where that light's coming from. To work with your shadows and create, you know, beautiful. It's a fabulous light source to use. It really is. Yeah, right. And um, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I definitely have to give that a go. Yeah, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. So, yeah. so, you, so, you, so you couldn't find anything inside that was usable. Yeah. So we we went outside. It was a massively overcast, rainy day. Typical. But I <laughs> walked around one side of the building. And we we have you know we've got this uh, veranda that basically comes out on all sides of the building. We've walked around one corner, and to to my right, as I was looking at it, I had a steel fence with just with just uh, vertical posts, yeah, yeah uh, like yeah. a pool fence. Mm-hmm. But as I was looking down the side of the veranda, we had this bush down the the back end that was nice and green in the soft grey light of this overcast day I had a couple of posts that were holding up the veranda that I had to try and minimise their impact on the shot as much as I could there was a red rubbish bin that I couldn't move so I had to try and get that out of the frame all All of these things that you're trying to think through and going what's the best way to do this so I ended up going okay you stand there turn at that angle and then you know sort of what lens are you using so I had the 2875 so I I, I wanted to shoot at 75 and I had it at 
2.8 and I ended up having to to my left up against the wall was the air compressor for one of our um, air conditioning units so I was sort of up over the top of that trying to because <laughs> that was the, the the only way I could get the angle so that yeah. I got the yeah. bin out of the shot on yeah. the left and you know and it actually came out being a really nice natural light portrait because oh, she was lovely. under the veranda Actually, give me a sec. Just grab my camera, because my camera was still in my work bag. And I will pull out the memory card. Don't you love doing this in real time on a podcast? Um, <laughs> it's the best. And <laughs> what was I saying? I don't think it finished. Uh, you, I think you did talk about the shot. Show oh, just the about shot. The, the, uh, the, the light under the veranda. So yeah, it right, basically veranda, gave yeah. you just a nice bit of contrast between the lit side of a face and the and the yep, shadow side a, of a, a face a, a nuance of it yeah yeah so um i'm just trying to think what's the best way for me to share an image with you uh on skype can i just drop this into the skype window you should be able to hold a thought does that come through it has yeah yeah that's it uh, i'm just sending you an image as well for my powerpoint presentation for my natural light workshop nice. that's lovely dude that's Thank lovely you. like given given that it was like you know completely unplanned I, I didn't know i was going to shoot it until two minutes beforehand dare i say it's one of the nicest photos i've seen you take <laughs> okay thank you no seriously it's all genuine right. genuineness it's gorgeous yeah. yeah it's beautifully done thank yeah, you she should be should be stoked to have that she seemed like she was happy with it, so... Oh, she yeah. pretty well better be. That's a, that's a $500 shot right there if you were charging her. I, I thought so it she, came she, out really nice. Oh, stunning, know? dude. I think you did a, you did a brilliant job. I mean, you know, I would have loved for the poles not to be there, but so uh, if, I, if I'd had that's my why 70 to 200, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, it, I would it, have been able to put all, her all further away. And, um, yeah, anyway, doesn't matter. You make the best of the situation. Well, yeah, yeah, work with what you got. Yeah. You Did know. I send an image through to you? I'm not sure if it. Yeah. So I've not. got that. So what's okay? What so I'm... this is so this is so this is what why I talk about <laughs> how to do, how to use lenses. Yeah. The, the ability to so this is the, the the case we're talking about the ability of a 200 mil lens yep. to eliminate all the crap in a shot. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, so the shot on the left is the scene, and the shot yep. on the right is what we top, what we captured. Yeah. You know, um, and, and it just shows you why we want to use, um, you know, more than an eighty-five mil lens for a portrait. Why? Why? Yeah. Oh, you know, I stress that people at workshops to bring along all their lenses. I mean, I, I shoot a six hundred mil often. Yeah, you know, with my yeah. one fifty to six hundred, because it allows me to. It makes life easy because you can shoot absolutely anywhere. With yeah. with the right lens, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it, it's it's just not understood well enough, you know. So um, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's good. So, uh, but again, working with the constraints that you had, yeah, stunning image, right? Stunning, beautifully done. Thank yeah. you. And uh, so, so here's the thing. So I do pick on your photos. Yeah. You may have noticed, yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and and tough love, as I always say, is still love. Yeah. <laughs> But I equally, and I say this to every workshop, I will not say anything nice about your photos unless I genuinely mean it. So yeah. when I say that is one of the nicest photos I've ever seen you take, that's right up there with some of the best work you've ever done. Brilliant, you know? Thank you. And considering the constraints you had to work under, the quality of lighting and the location, yep. you know, I think done amazing work. Yeah. Thank you. I, I would have been delighted to have taken that. Oh, 
cool. <laughs> so, and 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 you and you you you're, you're working with uh, the reflections in the glasses. You know the old angle of incidence, angle of reflection stuff yep. is done really well. So you've got yep. you've you've got that hint of reflection on the on the glasses. Yeah, which is which I which I like in a photo because it shows me that they're real glasses. They're yeah. not and just it's, it's funny that you should bring this up because yeah. We walked back inside and I showed her the image on the back of the camera and she said, oh, that's, that's great. And we got talking about glasses and she was saying that she'd had a portrait done at one stage where the photographer had taken a couple of frames with her and she always wears those glasses. Like yeah, She doesn't have yeah. multiple pairs of glasses. It's those glasses all that's the time. the style of glasses. And yeah. the photographer's gone, yeah, no, we're going to have to lose the glasses. And... You know, and it took the portrait without her wearing glasses, and she never really felt comfortable with it. Of course, because that's not her. She said, "I didn't even recognise myself." She said, yeah, "Because I'm her. always wearing my glasses." <laughs> you know? yeah, that's the thing, and that's what as a photographer you have to learn to deal with that. You know, exactly. you can't yeah. just say, "Oh, look, yeah, I don't know what the colour of your hair. Put this wig on." <laughs> yeah, you're not going to do that. You know, you might change their clothes. Yeah. Just to make them more, photo- but unless their clothing is indicative of who they are as a person, yeah, yeah. But sometimes you might want to choose tones and stuff that work better for. But stuff like if if, if they're ninety nine point nine percent of the time are having glasses on, you've got to find a way to shoot with those yeah. glasses. And look at what you've done. You've just done a brilliant job, and it's make it work. And it's, and it's not hard to do. To shoot no, without, you just have to be mindful of those things, and and yeah. and I I know in the past I've I've you know missed little things like that, and you you, know, yeah. you get home and you think you've got the shot in the bag, and then you bring it in and you go, oh crap, there's uh, this one little detail that I didn't yeah. notice, you know, and it might be yeah. reflection on glasses, but it might be something else. It, yeah, it might, might be the red rubbish bin in the, the background. Red rubbish bin in the background, be, exactly. Yeah. But this shows your growth as a photographer, dude. All this all this picking on you that I've done over these years. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you don't hear my voice nagging you in the back of your head when you're taking the photos, <laughs> but it, it it shows that you know, you're you're thinking more three dimensionally in the photographs than yeah. uh, you're not looking at the person you're taking your photograph of. You're thinking three dimensionally in the shot, yeah. working out all the problems before you shoot and solving as many as as are practical. To, to solve, yep. not everything's solvable. Sometimes, hey, I've got to shoot with that sign in the back, but I know I'm going to clone that out afterwards because yep. 99.9% of the shot's perfect. That is what it is. You know, yeah. it's yeah. nothing. She, they, oh, they've got a pimple lot today. I'll take that out for them because it's not a permanent. Um, it's not a permanent spot on their face. So yeah. I'll remove that. I'll remove whatever it may be. Uh, there's going to be things in shoots that you have no control over. But yeah. your your growth as a photographer is evident by your ability to start seeing in three dimension. And as I always say, I always shoot from the back forwards. So I always yeah, uh, it's background first, then subject, right. uh, and, and then me and my framing. But it's always background where they stand within that background, where I stand with in relation to them in that background, and I build it from the back forwards. Can I put words in your mouth and suggest that you, you can give it a shot? That that, that that thinking would follow lens choice. Like obviously, you would you would work out lens choice first, and then you would start assessing uh, background. No, 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 because background determines lens choice. 
Okay, all right. Okay, so so, so the, you're assuming you've got access is, to all of your lenses at the time, which I always would. I would never <laughs> not have. Almost. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. so uh, in your situation, you did exactly what I would have done in your situation as well. Yeah. You worked within the constraints of what you had. You yeah. gave it your bet. You went to seventy five as much as you could and dealt with the problems that were caused by that. Yeah. I never not. Have, I'm like a golfer. I'll have all the clubs in my my bag. I'm not right. going to go playing golf with a putter. Yeah, but, uh, it's just not. It's, but yeah, but you weren't there to shoot. It's perfectly. Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah you weren't there planning to go have a photo shoot. But I, I would never leave. I would never just carry uh, to, to any sort of shoot. Not all my lenses. I'll always yeah. have a one fifty to six hundred. Yeah, you know, uh, for a portrait shoot. Yeah, even right. a group shot. Yeah, I'll have a six hundred yeah. mil lens for a group shot. If wow. needs be, you know, it might be in the next next suburb, but <laughs> yeah, but it might be the only shot you can get. Yeah, and if you don't have it. You know, so if you're stuck in the sand and you don't have a sandwich, I don't know much about golf. <laughs> you can't get out without a sandwich because that's the one with sand in the in the title. Uh, <laughs> it's like same if you're on the pitch, you can't get on the green without using the pitching wedge. I'm not sure there's a pitch. <laughs> I understand putters because it, it it putters away from the hole when you hit the ball. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I get that one. Um, and I don't understand driver doesn't even have a steering wheel. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, so if you've so, seen the so, way I hit a golf ball, they need a steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, so so to to, to refocus, my point was um, I'll see the background. Yeah. Then I'll break that background end into segments. Okay, that's that's what it's like a seventy five in my head. Not yeah. uh, I can see it all in my head anyway. Yeah. There's my two hundred mil spot. There's a, there's a seventy five mil. There's a four hundred mil. There's a fifty. What feel do I want? And I can look at it all and go, okay, well that that creates all these problems. That creates all these problems. That one okay it needs to be a four hundred mil lens or it needs to be a two hundred. Or I can get away with seventy five. Or yeah. and then, look, if you can get away with shooting your twenty eight to seventy five. And everything works perfectly. That proximity of subject is always much easier to work with. You know? Yeah. Conversely, though, sometimes if you're 200 mil and standing back, that relaxes people sometimes too because you're not right yeah. up in the grill. Yeah. So it's kind of a you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Shh, I just thought of something, Bruce. Yeah. This is the second po- podcast in a row we've given useful information. <laughs> we had listeners last week turn off. <laughs> They, once we got through the, through the chaff, they think, <laughs> smartly, they turned off on the good stuff. And we've started the podcast. They're not, they're not going to pass, get past the introduction. <laughs> so I should apologise to poor Carl Hemmings. You know, he's not going to know what's hit him. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so anyway, back, back to your shot. Um, so then the analness in me comes out. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. I would clone out... The on the right hand side between the two poles, there's a uh, like a, oh, yep. a J shape, yep. bright tone. Yep, I would clone that out immediately. It's a metal bar. Yep. Yeah, and once again, this is saying if 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 when I'm shooting, I will see that straight away. I say I have no choice. I cannot eliminate that. Um, so I would clone that. And you, you watch as soon as you clone that out, she's going to jump out the shot even more. And. You know what? Because all of that stuff is in soft bokeh, you could probably clone out that darker column. You could probably lose that whole column if you were careful. Yeah, you could because it's a very even being out of focus. It's still very solid. Yeah, yeah, it's a solid. But you've got plenty of greenery to work with that you could just subtly blend and. But but here's here's the thing again though: Um, light versus dark. Okay, so this is a dark tone. Yep. It doesn't pull your eye away from her because she's a light tone. Yep. 
So the human eye will look at light before dark. Of course. So it stays far more focused on it. And then it will shoot to that J-shaped po- pole right. yep. because it's light as well. And it will go straight past that. That, that See, to me, that's I wouldn't... Having that foreground grey column, grey yep. pole, allows that background one to not be such a problem. Right. Yeah. Because it's a it's a balance thing again. These two things sort of work together, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So so that's not 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 a major drag, and it makes sense. There's, there's, and you've got look on the left hand side of the shot. There's obviously grey poles there as well. That's right. So yep. so there's 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 it makes sense to the eye to see them. Yep. Whereas that J shape, well, there's nothing else in the frame that looks that colour. That shape. No, yeah. There's nothing else in the photo that is that shape, and um, and therefore it's sta- and it's light, so therefore mm-hmm. it stands out. Yeah. Yeah. And it will be a. So I was talking about in my workshops about pulls and pushes. Um, right. Now what's a, what 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 pulls the eye? What pushes the eye? So that out of focus green dark tone without that grey shape is a push because there's nothing really in focus and it's a dark tone that pushes the eye towards the light. Right. The brighter subject. The eye's gonna the eye's gonna see the bright thing first, but because there's nothing once you clone out that thing, there's nothing bright on that right hand side, it's not gonna drift. That's gonna keep pushing the eye back to your subject. Yeah. Conversely, the light on the left hand side of her leads you to her. Because so those columns are actually a, a vertical a diminishing line. They're they're, they're they're so they actually draw your eye to her head as well. It's yep. perfectly placed. The it's line not, of the gathering off. is like a leading yeah, line. They're not yeah, exactly. They're not going off into some other direction away from her. They're going straight towards her. Yeah. So it, it really it it really draws the eye. And once again, it's bright. So your eye sees that first. So there's lots of things happening. It's we we read photos left to right. Right, as, as we know. Yep. So you start with the right, you see that it's bright tone and it draws you and your eye then stops at the brightest thing it can see. Yep. When the other columns there, that, that, that J-shaped thing's there, <laughs> the down pipe, yep. it keeps on going a bit. Right. You know, it, it's 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 just that tiny, that tiny variation. Uh, I'm just going to... <laughs> All this, all this live thing that we're doing, gonna, Bruce. It's, it's really. You're gonna do an edit in real time. No, I've already done it. I'm just about to send it to you. Uh, if I figure out how, to, if I can figure out how to do it, uh, can I just drag and drop? There we can. You can there drag it into send. the chat on Skype. There we go. So I've already deleted it whilst I was having that little chat with you, because like a female, I can multitask <laughs> and see the difference. Yep. Yep. Big difference, isn't it? Straight. And it's subtle. It's not. Yeah. Is it, is it necessary to do? No, because she'll never see it. No. Yeah. Anyone she shows it to will never see it. No. But who are we trying to please a lot of the time? We want to please the client, but we want to please ourselves too. Yes. And we know it's there. Yeah. Yeah. We know it's something we could fix. We know it's something that could elevate the shot that extra 5%. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally get that you're on a time constraint and you couldn't spend 30 seconds to do it. Um, (laughs) Mate, I hadn't even seen this on a screen until just now. Of course course it was in the camera. Because it was still in the camera. That was the only... Good point. (laughs) And then, even even, again, even more kudos to just beautiful exposure, beautiful sharpness. It's it's a cracking shot, dude. Thank you. You should be genuinely pleased. There's a beautiful, it's beautiful softness to it. Is that, is that um, the Sony twenty eight to seventy five? No, I know. You have to. That would. I, I, <laughs> I 
I'm setting you up, dude. Does it sound like it's me saying it all the time? Oh, no, 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 Glenn. This is Isn't a Tamron. It? That's not the $3,000 Sony lens. No, mate. This is the Tamron 2875 2.8. Crocky, that's a lovely lens, Bruce. It's Look at the photos you're producing. <laughs> Yeah, no, it it is. I, I love this lens. I really do. Yeah. And, and I had the same version in A-mount, you know, when I had my A850. Yeah, that's right. I, I, the, the, the one thing I missed, though, was that the 2875 I had for my A-mount was macro at the long end, and this yeah, one's yeah, not. Yeah. Um, I do kind of miss that every now and again. Oh, but for sure. Yeah, it, the more versatility you can add to a lens, the better. Yeah. Right? yeah. So if you can have that in there, but bloody marvelous. But still love it. It's still a great lens. Uh, And again, I mean, other than that tweak, that photo's finished. There's no Photoshop required. No. There's zero required. There's no straight... There's not even a hair... There's not even a a flyaway hair there, Bruce. Oh, she's she's meticulous with her hair. Yeah, but you know, you're outdoors. (laughs) You're outdoors in a live shoot. Okay, there's a few on... Looking at it again, there's a few on the right-hand side. On the right-hand side, camera right. That could... But you know that's it's very natural. Yeah, it's not exactly. It's not blowing across a face or anything like that. No. But look at look at the yeah, it's stunning. I love it. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Yeah. <laughs> and now that I see it on a big screen, I I am happy with it. Very. Yeah, happy. you should be bloody chuffed, so, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, how many shots did you take? Hang on, hang on. Let me go back to the card and back to that folder. Because this oh, is a oh, really no. important lesson too. No, no, no. One, two, three, four. Oh, hang on, hang on. These weren't all her. Hang on. Let me let me just have a quick <laughs> squeeze through. Two, yeah, two shots of her. Two shots. So why do you think you could get such a great shot with only taking two clicks? I think, as you said before, because I I I, I looked at the scene and tried to eliminate all the stuff that didn't work as best as I could, you know, given yep. the limitations of the lens that I had with me and, you know, just what I Where had to Where the light was with. coming yeah, from yeah. or all that sort of stuff. So would I be – this is something I push at my workshops all the time. Five minutes set up, one minute shooting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so would you say you spent five minutes just fixing all those problems before you started shooting? Yeah, but not even. Roundabout. You know, yeah, it exactly. was, roundabout. It was... yeah, Once again, the, the more you do it... A minute and a half, I'd situation. say. Yeah, but you sp- and what, 10 seconds shooting? Yeah. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Since 2005, Shutters Inc. has been a labour of love. But beyond the time required to produce it, there is also a financial commitment. If you find value in the podcast and would like to help keep the servers running, hit up the Patreon link, which is in the show notes. Even a couple of dollars a month will help. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. If you had to shoot 30 people that afternoon in that spot, you spend those few minutes to setting it up, and then it's just bang, 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 you know? Yeah. And the only, pro- the only reason you need to take multiple photos is if you're trying to get a little bit change of expression, yeah. if they blinked, yeah, yeah. fly went up their nose, whatever it may be, you know. And, and you but, know what, that's, yeah. uh, you, you've just reminded me that that's why I had to, had to do a second shot was because on the first shot, her eyes were just partially closed. Yep, yep. She yep. blinked so just you, as I took the shot. Otherwise, you could have got away in one shot. Yep. Yeah. And so imagine if you're photographing a <laughs> CEO of a company, he needs to get his shot done for the, for the annual report or whatever. The last thing he wants to be doing is spending an hour with a bloody photographer to get a freaking photo for stuff I've got far too... And you can walk in there and go, bang, two shots, done, thanks very much. Yeah. First up, he's going to freaking love you. Yep. And he's going to keep hiring you. 
because yeah. if you're a working <laughs> photographer, they have that skill yeah. to understand clients' time needs. Yeah. yeah, I was just reading. I didn't didn't put it on uh, the podcast. I was just reading a, a Petapixel article about this guy went to photograph some cars in Jay Leno's um, oh, garage. Nice, right? And uh, and some of the some of the and, and that Jay was his personal assistant helping him do because because they were running overtime for stuff and, uh, and 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 Jay ended up being the guy helping him organize everything you know and he says what would have normally been a a, a thirty minute shoot turned into a couple of hours and driving around the block with him and learning and and that's the thing you know uh, if, if you're a great great at what you do yeah. and you can get the job over and done with quickly the relationships you can build uh, all, all, your competence shines you know and allows lots of other stuff to happen so yeah you, you could have got, got that in one damn shot mate and you would yes. not be able to do that two years ago no you would have taken 20 or 30 just to be sure yeah, yeah it's, it's why the Irish wear two condoms to be sure to be sure yeah <laughs> It's yeah, also to make it feel bigger, but still. <laughs> but but that's it. your confidence that you got that. Other than that shot, where you, the only problem was her, you yeah. nailed it in one photo and didn't feel the need to have to do any more. And I'm quite sure she would have been shocked. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Was she surprised it was done? No, I think oh. that the the, 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 the staff. <laughs> I don't know. I think because I've done a bit of photography for the ABC at Newcastle now, yeah. they, they kind of know that I know what I'm doing with a camera. Yeah, yeah. So, the, um, the, staff portraits, right the staff portraits that are hanging in the um, foyer are shots that I did uh, a couple of years ago, That's but right. they all need to be redone now because half of them have now left. Well, now you've got your perfect location now, don't you? Yeah, yeah but we probably wouldn't do outdoor shots for the staff, oh, like course, for yeah, the on-air staff. Yeah. We, we tend yeah. to do them in the studio. Because yeah. you've got to show the business. That's it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so we'll probably be redoing those portraits in the next, uh, probably in the next month. Um, so, yeah. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Oh. I don't think we need to say anything else this podcast. <laughs> no, this is, this is again another. This is great when we have genuine stuff to talk about. I think it's fabulous. You know, yeah, most of the times there's not a lot of actual real, yeah, learnings to be had. I mean, I'm always happy to share knowledge, but it's not always a lot of ability for what we look at to, to be able to do that. And yeah, um, and having real experiences to talk about things always far more interesting than somebody else's photo on the internet and why you don't like it or why you do like it. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. that's all subjective, but the actual act of actual taking photographs is, is um, I think, it's a fascinating study of, of how we do stuff. And yeah, um, so yeah, your ability there shines, mate. Yeah. Just you. out of curiosity, though, what colour was the wall outside there? Uh, cream. Okay, so remember, you can bounce your flash off that. Right. So don't don't ever, don't ever hesitate to do outdoor bounce flash off walls. Yeah, right. Rather, especially on, so I do I do this a lot on windy days. Rather than trying to set up a softbox and an umbrella outdoors, if I can if I can bounce the flash off a wall instead. Yeah, absolutely, go for it. Yeah, yep. because it's it's the same thing. Once again, for those who don't know, light takes on the color it bounces off. So you don't. Yep. Have, this is why you ask what color was the walls because yep. if it's grey or cream or white or you know, any really pale color, it's generally okay. Um, 
but anything that's you know, too strong a tone can bounce that colour back out onto your subject, which is why when you photograph people on grass, they've got that bloody green tinge under their chin because green's one of the most reflective colours there is. So I love the game of snooker. Right, yeah. And one absolutely. thing I notice, every yeah. time you see a photo of a snooker player, you see the green reflected off the film yes, yes, onto the yeah. underneath of their yeah. chin and their neck. Uh, yeah, I sort of notice that every time I see... Well, well video, I, I, video I always well. think about photography and snooker as very, very similar. Um, in the angle of incidence equals angle of reflection. So when you're playing snooker, you need to be bouncing off a cushion of at a particular angle for the ball to reflect at a particular angle to hit the ball you're aiming at. That's it. It's exactly the same we're just talking about with the light on her glasses. It's exactly the same thing. The angle that light comes in, it will bounce off. And if you're not standing in that line of that reflection, you're not going to see it. Yep. And if I'm bouncing light off a wall, off a ceiling, off a core... Angle of angle of incidence, angle of reflection. So I'm always thinking snooker when I'm doing that sort <laughs> yeah, of stuff, right. you know, because there's there's a lot of a lot of connection to it, you know. It's all about angles. Yep. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Per, per, perfect, perfect, bloody little thing to bring up there, Bruce. <laughs> so do we have do you have any stuff we want to actually talk about, or we? Um... David Marlin sent us a story. Did he? Uh, from the I ABC. saw that. I didn't bother opening it. But... Photographer Sammy Hawker is capturing Sydney Harbour in more ways than one. It uh, looks like she's using a very large... Oh, yeah, four large or five graphics. Yeah. Yeah. She's previously encrusted film negatives in honeycomb, used caterpillar remains found in a trough to produce butterfly wing-like forms, and used analogue techniques to give a second life to human ashes. What? That's a bit creepy, isn't it, eh? Clearly we need to read the whole story. Taken out of context? Yeah. <laughs> So I, I mean, I, I love this experimental stuff. Like some friends of mine up in San Diego used to, Santa Barbara, so I used to do um, uh, photo walks, uh, film photo walks, and then go back to the store and then develop the film in coffee. Ah, yes. And, yep. and, and do that. And, and that process was always fascinating. So, I mean, I love all this sort of experimental stuff and all kudos to them for, for doing it. Um, I just could never imagine. I just don't have that kind of brain where I'd ever want to do anything like that. Yeah, it would completely do my head in. But but I love the fact that there's people out there doing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's 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 uh, it, it's and, and whilst I'm not, I do have some vinyl records, but I'm not a vinyl junkie. Right. And I, but I do I do understand the 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 desire for film, the desire for for vinyl records that. That delay of gratification, that yeah, that deliberateness of a lot of stuff that you get with those um, is, is is pretty darn cool. I was talking to a, a North Melbourne football player that day who's um, he's, he's just getting into film photography, and he said, yeah, and he loves his vinyl too. And he's and I said, and he's a young guy, he's like twenty three, twenty four, wow. whatever. And I said. And, I, and I've always had this theory, it's about delayed gratification. Uh, and I said to him, so well, your entire life, you've had everything you want instantly, digitally. Do you love film because of the delay? And he, he sat and thought about it for me. He goes, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah that, that anticipation he's never experienced in his life, yeah. having to wait for something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that's a, such a powerful motiv- motivator for him. And, uh, and I thought it was great. Yeah, it's, it's, so same with this sort of stuff, working with four or five films or some of the six, seven, six, sixes. I'll look at some of the photos. Yeah. yeah and then using these other, other chemicals and using other substances to create. Yeah. And you think if you use something that creates a mark or a stain or a um, something on the, on the negative mm-hmm. uh, and therefore on the print, it is a genuinely unique image. I mean, if, are all images unique? I'm just trying to think. All images capture a single moment 
in time anyway, so they're technically unique. Uh, even if it's 10 people shooting alongside you the same thing, 10 people shooting Sydney at sunset. Yeah. But they're all are slightly all different angles. Ever slightly different, yeah. So they're all unique, but there's a fairly strong similarity between those yeah. moments. Uh, whereas what she's doing, yeah, it's a, it, it's really a, a, a more solitary. Yeah, it stands alone a lot easier. I guess is probably what I'm trying to think to say. So it's artisan, that Glenn. That's Dave. what it is. It's artisan. Yeah, it's well, artisanal. It is, you know? it's, it's artisanal, <laughs> like, those, like those artisan lenses you can buy and stuff. You know. <laughs> Ah. Um, just before we came on air, my wife was talking to me about some woman she's been following for years and years. Put up a photo up on inter- uh, on Instagram, and normally when it's something that's a bit disturbing or shocking, it has a blur over it, and you have to choose. If you- and she's just flicking through a feed, and there's this horrific, horrific image. I'm not even going to go into details of what it was, but it's effing disturbing right. to do with war right. image. Uh, completely unfiltered. Wow! And all these people just got going, and and shocked as I was about that, this could be so readily seen. And the woman defending it, being, "Oh well, you know, what are you doing to try and stop this stuff happening in the world?" But my mind instantly went to, "How do we even know it's real?" Yeah, you know, I've just come <laughs> off looking at a cat, a, a video of an old, a, a photos of an old lady who crocheting outfits for cats. Right, right, and they're all AI images. Yeah, they look real, but they're all AI. You yeah, know? and so I just come off looking at that. Then she tells me this story. I'm going, well, how do we even know it's real? Yeah, you know. So automatically, we doubt. It, and I start to doubt anything I see. But then, just as I went on to look for some stuff for tonight, that the White House is looking at cryptographically embedding all the videos of everybody they who basically put out anything official from the white house right. so it can be proven that it's, that if it's an ai deep fake or if it's real yeah, yeah right and this is this is i'm thinking and that so sorry my mind went back to this this photo of this this woman had put up and then the the, the crochet cats <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> that, that 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 where are we going to go yeah that's uh, the world we're so, heading into isn't yeah, it yeah where, where everything needs to be very you know it's like you know you know that i'll just as an idea just kind of we usually put a black light over something to see if you can see fingerprints or stains on stuff we might have to something like that with photos or a bit of shine something in there, a filter on our screen to tell us if it's real or not so straight away my brain always goes to can you make money out of this and i thought well there's a business but there's a business model for <laughs> yeah. somebody who's, who's, who's a verification a, 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 a verification program to to check for 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 watermarks embedded inside this data you know I wonder if there's a, a potential link to blockchain technology and all of that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah you know, because yeah, the whole a, proof of work yeah. uh, thing, like, so I, I don't really understand So she really definitely as an NFT. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, there's, there's a, is a, we we're talking, because we've been watching over the last couple of years, we've talked on this podcast about how AI is changing stuff yeah. and it's getting to the point where, well, now we need, to start knowing uh, with a lot more confidence because the world's nothing enough as it is yep. when people don't believe stuff that's right in front of their eyes. Yep. Um, and I've been having a few little online debates with people on YouTube this week about a, a video I watch that clearly is not done in one take, that's clearly multiple takes because the lav mic in this particular video appears and disappears during thing, and the guy's part of his outfit changes at length during. <sighs> so it's obviously between cuts, obviously more than one, but these people cultishly believe yeah. that it's one, and you can't talk them out. You, you, you can tell them to look at the evidence, but yeah. even with their own eyes, that something's visually obvious to be seen, yeah. they can't see it. Yeah. So we're getting to a point where we need some serious. 
you know, verification of, of anything that's actually important. Yeah. You know, exactly. And if, you're, if your president comes out or your prime minister comes out and says something uh, fairly shocking, uh, yeah, how do we know it's actually being told, you know? Uh, and that works with things like pandemics and stuff like that when, you know, when people could spread who knows what malicious concepts out there. So crazy world of a whole... But again business for somebody some money to be made yeah, yeah and, and just today you sent me a link to the the interview with the charismatic voice charismatic voice uh, yeah. interviewing ren after she had watched high ren yeah and, and said that it was just one of the most amazing videos she'd ever seen and in in his conversation you know in that 10 or 15 minutes of the two and a half hours that i watched yeah he talked about how you know when because she was asking him about how do you mic this stuff how do you yeah. get yeah. such an amazing sound and he goes into all this great detail but he was talking about the the videos that they shot of them busking out on the street and how he had you know some guy who claimed to be yeah. a record producer going there's no way this was done in one take or that it was live yeah. or whatever there's this no way. Was, it's a studio recording was, that you're miming over yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's and sometimes if you're presented with something that's so good yeah be it an image yeah your image that, again let's go back to your photo you took today right. that is so good stand alone that people will not believe that's not edited. Yeah, I mean, and it's a simple, it's, it's, a, it's a simple, beautifully lit, it's just normal portrait. But it, it was so used to layers of fakery added to anything. Yeah, that when you say someone that's as shot as opposed to like a one take, that's an as shot. People go, "Nah, you've done something to do it." Yeah. Well, I have because I took that poll out. <laughs> but <laughs> but that, that's that's the thing. Sometimes we're presented with something that's so good we can't believe it's real. Yeah. Uh, but and that's because it's so, we're surrounded by so much fakery that um, it, it doesn't doesn't make life easy for us anymore. You know, <laughs> funny stuff. Um, I've got a couple of little extra things. I when it, this uh, Olympus lens, who cares? Uh, but here's the thing: Amazon are paying people to use their their photo storage, their unlimited photo storage. What? So if you're an Amazon Prime member yeah. and you don't use their photo storage, they'll pay you twenty dollars in Amazon credit to start using their service. <laughs> So there's a link there if anyone wants to. And it's, it's, it's free and it's unlimited. Okay. Can you flick that link through to me? That's, that's, that's it. It's in the chat notes there, oh, dude. Cool. It's uh, Get Paid to Save Your Photos. There's an article there. If anyone's interested, once again, talk about AI. It's a company coming out with a new online AI photo editor called Polar with two R's. Right. As you do. Um, <clears throat> but it, you, it's, a, it's uh, a trainable AI to train um, into your style of shooting. So if you're like a wedding photographer and you've got the majority of your shots have a certain style, it will learn as you edit with it and it'll allow batch processing an awful lot easier. So interesting. Uh, it may work, it may not work, but it's going to be interesting to see how that develops, uh, pardon the pun, uh, as AI gets smarter and, and um, yeah, you can personalise it to your own style of shooting. It's, it's, uh, it's a great for event photographers, as I'm sure. Two last little things. Yeah. I saw this guy, uh, Mini Mal, I call him. Right. Because uh, he shoots everything minimal. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Mini, mini but he but he shoots uh, the Times Square in New York, mm. and he and he's one of those people who photographs just a little fraction, little 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 points of interest rather than trying right. to capture the whole thing. And he's just got some just some beautiful work of seeing the world in a different way. Yeah, yeah. and he reminded me a little bit about my, of Mike Holman, our mate from yep. New Zealand, um, who's just a phenomenal photographer and seeing 
uh, architectural stuff in ways that not everybody does. And this guy's you know, breaks it down into even smaller parcels. Yeah. And there's a guy here from here from Melbourne called Steve Scalone, S C A L O N E, who also does some some great. The, this architectural minimalist stuff, which is certainly worthwhile looking at. Okay. So, yeah, I just thought those photos are really good. And, again, yeah, for people who go now, oh, I don't know what to take photos of, well, yeah, look smaller. And we were, I think we were talking about this from your landscape tour, about shooting with 200 mil rather than 35 mil or 24 mil, or, you know, yeah. how the world of landscape changes at two or 300 mil focal length. Yeah. And this is the same thing, how, how a cityscape can change when you break it down to its little points. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. So that really opens up places you've been to an awful lot and you're kind of looking for inspiration to shoot yeah that opens i think it opens up a whole lot of interesting stuff yeah well, on my tours i often do stuff like um every day i want you to i want you to take the photograph so on day one you need to take a photograph of the number one right on day two you got to take a photograph of the number two yeah, some somewhere in your day, I want you to capture an interesting photo of something that shows that number. Yeah, yeah. and it's just a it's a fun way to keep everyone engaged shooting a similar thing. But it also it shows well if you're ever putting an album together, you've got photos from day one, day two, day two. <laughs> you've got those images to kind of lead it off as well. You know, um, I was fine that's a, but, it also, that's a but it also forces you to look for things outside of your normal photographic comfort zone. Absolutely, and I do the same with textures. So I look for yep. cracks. Cracked walls, yeah. flaky paints. Yeah, um, yeah. Capture. Don't Man, just be looking I for the big. I photograph textures everywhere I go. You know, when when we went around Europe, I was photographing textures of you know rock walls and sandstone yeah. and crap like it's that. Very cool thing to do. Yeah, you know? and 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 it said it. it, it sometimes breaking your concentrated vision to shoot something different opens up lots of other stuff. Yeah. Because we get so blinkered when we're out shooting, looking for the thing we want to shoot, that we miss the things that are there to shoot. <laughs> the thing, and, and this is especially true with travel photography where you've seen all these photos of this place that you're going to yeah and you're trying to in some ways recreate what you've seen yeah so you're yeah. looking for the thing you're looking for yeah. that angle that viewpoint that you've seen because that's what resonated with you yeah but to get to that point you've walked past 20 great things that you could have captured that were uniquely your vision of that time and that experience so yeah breaking breaking yourself out of that and the Taj Mahal is a classic example of India everyone runs to try and get the photo of the reflecting pool right yeah and sure you got yeah it's like most things you've got to have that shot but what else are you going to shoot how else can you see it differently and 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 forcing yourself to to see and like this guy with his New York shots seeing a well-known place completely differently is is really quite interesting so the last thing I had was this guy who's using his, uh, his drone with a thermal imager yeah, to hey. find lost pets. Oh, wow. So someone loses their dog. And, and, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool. But what, what made me think of it, uh, to, to put it on the podcast, was we talk about how many jobs get lost uh, when how technology takes away certain yeah. Yeah. aspects of any business. But all of a sudden, can you find ways with this new technology to create something that never existed before? And there's a guy who's, who's connected thermal <laughs> a, a cameras girl, and a drones. Girl. A girl. Uh, a girl. So is it the girls? Okay. Erica Hart. Uh, yep. I don't know. I don't, I don't look at the articles. I just, I just saw the headline. <laughs> so it, it comes up with this idea of putting these two things together and creating something that never existed before. Yep. And makes a living, you know. It, it's it, there's this yeah. There's there's so many opportunities when we look at things in different ways. Yeah. There doesn't have to be like I said before with that cryptographic embedding uh, or, or be able to verify the things you're looking at. There's yeah. got to be yeah. 
money there to be made. Yeah, there's, yep. there's, there's, there's all these new things that come out, these new challenges create new opportunities. So. Exactly. So that's all my waffling for today. Yeah. Mate, it's, it's been, been a good chat. A, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are we doing to these people? The, yeah. it, we can't set this barrel so high. This barrel, this bar <laughs> so high. Or the barrel. That's you have to it. jump into it and over it. Um, so high every week. That's it. But it has been. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I, mean, I, I, I love your image, as I said, in all genuineness. Thank and um, go out and clone that pole out properly. Yep. And um, But I, w- I would leave the other ones. Okay. Yep. Yeah. To me, it doesn't. You know, I just think because my this is where my brain works is always, always thinking of stuff, and it's, it's often contrary to itself. Right. I'm kind of in my head as I'm, I'm not actually looking at the image. I'm just visualising it in my head that I like those two frame those two poles there because they're creating a frame for her to live in, yep. a box for her to live in inside that softness. Yep. Um, so I think it actually adds those poles actually add something, yeah. and they, and and then you, uh, we love repeating elements in photographs. So with the, on the on the left hand side, whilst they're brighter and out of focus, we can see there's columns there. Yeah, and then this is a repeating pattern of columns on the right hand side as well. So yeah. it, it it adds balance to the shot. Yeah, yeah. So that that's yeah, as well as the tonal things we're talking and about. And I actually and, retract my earlier comment. I, I think cloning out the second column on the right, the one that's further back and darker, yeah. would yeah. actually unbalance the frame. Oh, yeah, you'd have, to get, you'd have to get rid of both of them. Yeah. Yeah, you could... To my eye, you couldn't get, to get rid of one without the other. Right. Because it would then un- unbalance the image again. But I said, I really feel it does give her a frame to live in. Yeah. And I think that adds that extra element. And once again, this, again, this is how my brain works. Uh, they're vertical elements. She's a vertical element. Yeah. You know, so if those if those were horizontal lines going down, maybe it'd be a very different feel, and maybe we wouldn't like them so much. Yeah. But because you've got horizontal elements on the left hand side, she's a horizontal element, yep. and that's horizontal. You mean vertical, bounces, so vertical elements? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> hear what I'm hear what I'm thinking, not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So so it all works. They all work in, in cohesion together to make the image stronger. Nice. This is a simple photo, but we could talk about this photo for hours. Yeah, <laughs> well, you could. But this is a great. Well, I could because. Yeah, but but isn't this isn't this what's great about photography yeah, though? There totally. is so much in a simple shot. Yeah. That we can analyze to make us better photographers. Yep. If we can think to look beyond, oh, she looks nice. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. And there's so many elements we haven't even discussed her looks at all, really, other no. than the stray hair. And but we 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 discussed well, all the, the elements thereof. <laughs> yeah. No, she's a good-looking girl. No, she's think, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I think there's so there's so many elements, and even just a simple portrait that we can take so many lessons from to make us better photographers. Yeah, yep. and and you know, having now done that shot, it strengthens the next time you have to do a shot like that. Yeah, because you've got that bank of experience, that bank of knowledge, and and when we talk about stuff like this, and this is why it's good to analyze your own photos as well as other people's, you're building that bank of of, of memories inside your head about what to avoid, what to include, why that element works, why that element doesn't work, why should I include it, why should I exclude it? Yeah, yeah it's all stuff that that builds it builds our ability to Absolutely. shoot. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So good stuff. Awesome, mate. All right. Well, uh, you got anything exciting planned for the next two weeks? 
Well, I was going to go away fishing for a weekend with my mates. Right. Yeah, fly fishing for a couple of days, but uh, my bloody wife's got to go to Bali for a conference all of a sudden. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a kibosh on that. Uh, so, no, but I'll, I'll be I'll be heading down to the footy again. They've got the proper games starting, you know, practice games next to yeah. go photograph a little bit of that. Nice. And just really just bedding the kids down into school for the new year. It's, yeah. it's, 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 you know, with my eldest, uh, a few struggles with the autism and, yeah. uh, and new teachers, new classrooms. And he's at three different. He, he's got to he's got to start working one day a week as part of his school. Right. So he had to try and find a job, and then he's got to get his brain around working in a new environment. Right. And then he has to go to a different school for one class a week. So it's learning, and that's with kids from schools from all over the place. Yep. So it's learning that environment, new teachers. So it's been a bit of a, a troublesome start to the year as far as just getting everything settled down and and not the panic station sort of stuff. So I'm imagining that's probably going to go on for a couple more weeks, so that'll, that'll be my lot. What's my wife spawning off in Bali? <laughs> All good. Awesome. And yourself, any shoots planned, any more impromptu shoots that you don't know about? <laughs> well, if I knew I wouldn't not know, would I? <laughs> that's a funny thing. Anyway. Uh, good stuff. Well, cool. lovely talking to you, mate. You too, it's mate. It's been a delight. And talk in a couple of weeks. See ya. Bye. Toodles, everyone. You've been listening to Shutters Inc. For questions, comments, and feedback, email theboys at shuttersincpodcast.com. 